Amen. Thanks, Joe and team. God is at work this morning here in you, through you, around you. And I have a a deep sense as we were worshipping that God wants to continue, as he does, to minister to you this morning. So open your hearts and minds to his word beyond what Brett has to say. Let his spirit minister to your hearts today. So Jesus, we commit this time to you, I ask you would speak through me, that your spirit and your presence would continue to move in our hearts and in our minds this morning, as you've already begun to do. I pray for encouragement of your spirit. I pray for fresh hope. I pray for new beginnings. Pray your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. I've been praying the same prayer now for nearly 27 years. And it's a prayer that has not yet been answered. It's been heard... but not answered. I don't know about you, but have you ever prayed? Or do you ever pray with a sense of doubt? (laughs) A sense of, I'm just not sure. I confess, if I'm the only one, There has been many times in my journey where I have prayed without truly believing, with doubts. I mean, I believe in Jesus when I pray. I believe in his word. I believe he hears my prayer. I even believe that he could answer them. But I have prayed at times, not believing he will. (laughs) A doubtful prayer. A wishful thinking (laughs) kind of prayer. I hope he hears my prayers. I hope he answers me. And then, of course... What happens in my humanness is that I then feel guilty, begin to shame myself and beat myself up, ye of little faith, 
God doesn't say that. I say that to myself. Call yourself a Christian and a pastor. And you don't believe. And, you, you know, if you follow that narrative, you can spiral down to a pretty spiritually bleak, desolate wilderness. And I've been there too. When I first read the text that Dave suggested, I was like, drew the short straw there, didn't I? And then normally I get, from, from my Thursday morning brains trust, my life group, I normally get a plethora of input and brilliant ideas and thoughts and, you know, develops the outline of my message based on the wisdom of others. And no offence to my life group, but I think the first response I got on Thursday morning when we read the text was, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> so here we have this story in Luke 1, verses 5 to 20, and I'm just going to give you a bit of an overview of the story, not read to you the text. So this narrative begins with introducing this priest named Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, but Elizabeth was barren. And they were advanced in their years. Now, it doesn't say how old they were, but I'm thinking 70s at least. Like that old, I know. But possibly in that day, being advanced in the years, they could have been in their hundreds. But they were old. Well, old enough. I need to be careful what I say. There are some older people in the room. Me, me, <laughs> me excluded. <laughs> Just turn your hearing aids off for a minute. And maybe today, this is good news for the over 60s. It's <laughs> uh, all right, I'm only a couple of years behind you. So Zachariah is serving as a priest in the temple. And it's a moment. This is the close encounter. An angel comes, and not just an angel... You know, big guy, Gabriel, the archangel, the big fella. And he appears to Gabriel announcing that Zachariah's prayer has been heard and Elizabeth will conceive and bear a son. Now, I'm trying to think how that would go down to this 80 or 90 year old couple. Well, we read exactly how it goes down. The angel reveals to Zechariah that his son's going to be named John, and this is obviously John the Baptist, and he would bring joy and gladness to his parents. John's birth would be a source of rejoicing for many, and that he would 
prepare the way of the Lord. This is a big thing. But, you know old Zach, he found it hard to believe the angel's message due to his and Elizabeth's advanced age. Yep. And as a result of that, and like this is my personal opinion, just remember, I ain't, I'm not God. The angel struck him down mute. I reckon that's pretty unfair. Just saying. Until the day that that prophecy would be fulfilled. I don't understand why that happened. God knows. I will ask that question one day. And we know the story. The prophecy is fulfilled. Elizabeth conceives. They give birth to John the Baptist. And John the Baptist goes and prepares the way for Jesus. Incredible moment. So I've kind of wrestled a little bit with this text this week and there's kind of three things that I feel like God wants me to encourage you with this morning. So I feel like this is an encouragement sermon, you know, so that's good, right? Not so much a slap kind of sermon. (laughs) I've, I've preached plenty of them over the years. Three things, and I guess they made sense to me and my journey And my hope and prayer is that they will make sense to some of you this morning. The first thing is this. Our lives do not have an expiry date for great things of God. God always has a plan and a purpose and a pathway. And often I think, and again... Personal reflection. I feel sometimes like I'm done. I can't anymore. My time's up. (laughs) My usefulness has expired. Obviously, you younger people may not feel that at your fresh age. But maybe you may feel, I believe, a number of beliefs that we think, like limiting beliefs that we add to our world that I believe reduce our ability to see God at work, to see God at work in and through our lives. You know, I know for me, as I have stepped back from ministry over the last couple of years after leading church for 20-something years, that I have wrestled with this. Am I done? Is it over? And if I'm honest, there has been times when I've wished it was, (laughs) where I feel like I can't keep going. So this couple, Zachariah and Elizabeth in their old age, being faithful, serving God, loving people, 
God's about to bring an incredible miracle that will change the world forever. He is going to use this couple to give birth to John the Baptist who will prepare the way of the Lord. Your son, the angel says, will go before the Lord as a forerunner with the same power and anointing as Elijah the prophet. He will be instrumental in turning the hearts of the fathers in tenderness back to their children and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of their righteous fathers. And he will prepare a united people who are ready for Jesus. One of the great things in the kingdom of God is that we do not have an expiry date. Who's glad about that? I'm glad about that. Because there has been times when I've looked for that stamp on my body. Best before. The second thing I want to encourage you with this morning is this. Praying with doubt doesn't affect your righteousness before God. I'm kind of grateful about that. Even with doubt and even with unbelief, it doesn't impact how God sees me. I love the fact that even though Zachariah's prayer had some doubt and unbelief, even when he's told by Mr. Abe that his prayer had been answered, God still believed in him. And the angel says to Zechariah, don't be afraid. God is showing grace to you. For I have come to tell you that your prayer for a child has been answered. And Zechariah asked the angel, how do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man and my wife is too old to give me a child. I wonder how long it took for Zechariah's prayer to move from belief to doubt. How long do you think Zechariah had been praying this prayer? I'm guessing from the moment they got married. And if they're in their 80s, when, when, when was that moment for Zechariah? When his prayer was full of boldness and confidence and belief. Was it five years? Was it 10 years? Was it 20? Was it 30? Was it 40? Where that confidence began to fade, where he began to doubt, where he began to pray with a sense of unbelief. Not in God. You know, because the word tells us that 
he was and Elizabeth were righteous before God. They were faithful. Been praying for years that his barren wife would conceive them a child. He didn't stop praying, is my guess. Or maybe he did. Maybe Gabriel is referring to the prayer that he prayed 20 years ago. And I ask myself the question, what happens with those prayers? What happens with those prayers that we prayed to God 20 years ago and have not had an answer? Does God kind of throw them away? Forget about them? I don't think so. I believe that God hears our prayers and I believe that he's at work. What's that song? Even if I don't see it, even if I don't hear it, even if I don't feel it, God is working. But I'm sure at some point And to me, it's evidenced by Zachariah's response to the angel. How do you expect me to believe that? And Gabriel's thinking, well, because you prayed it. And here's your answer. And he's like, that ain't going to happen. I mean, that's an interesting conversation to go back and have with your wife. Hey, Elizabeth. Guess what? How about it? Got some good news for you. Not sure that'd work if I used that line. So your doubt and unbelief in your faithfulness, that Over time, that prayer, that desire of your heart has begun to fade does not change the way God sees you nor the way he believes in you. And the third thing is this. Don't give up on a prayer. We can't see the whole picture. God really impressed this on my spirit this week. We don't have the full picture of what is going on. And sometimes that's because if we knew the full picture, we wouldn't handle it. Sometimes it's because we might be afraid of it. And sometimes it might be because we'll reject it. I think most of the time it's because we just wouldn't understand it. It's not our timing that's important, but the timing of God. We need to trust him, knowing that he deeply loves us and that God and only God can see the big picture.
the whole story. You know, we see this moment as the story. God sees everything. And I believe he has plans. He has purposes. He has pathways for us to experience and encounter miracles of God, goodness of God, opportunities for us to do great things, to be a part of great things for the kingdom. As I've reflected on this text this week, I would say my 27-year-old prayer has a new lift. And though I'm sure I will still walk in some thoughts of doubt and possibly unbelief, I do have a renewed sense of confidence. It ain't over till it's over. Let me pray. Jesus, may we all have close encounters with you. May our faith be stirred. May our prayers be bold. May our hope be renewed. My sense this morning is that there are people here like myself that have had a prayer, that they have prayed, maybe for only six months, but for some of you, maybe for 40 or 50 years. My prayer this morning is that the Spirit of God would minister to that part of you. I feel like God wants to say it's okay. I see you as righteous. You are loved. And I believe in you. I have a plan, I have a purpose, and I have a pathway, and I have heard your prayer, and I am at work. So we just sit in this place of prayer, this place of listening. Joe, I might just get the band to come up. Maybe jump back into the goodness of God. I want you to bring that prayer to God this morning. Maybe it's a prayer for a loved one. Maybe it's a prayer for healing. Maybe it's a prayer of provision. Maybe it's a prayer of clarity.
whatever that prayer is in your spirit, in your heart. It has been there a while and has been, hasn't been answered. And that there is part of you maybe that has let it go. There's part of you now that even prays that with doubt or has put it in the that's not happening basket. The Spirit of God wants to encourage you this morning that He hears your prayer, that He hasn't forgotten. And that he knows what's best. We can sit, we can stand, and we can pray in his presence, knowing that our God is good. So as we worship this morning, as we finish up, Bring that prayer, the desire of our heart to God this morning. That our faith and that our belief and that our trust and that genuine hope in our God would be renewed and refreshed. And that we would know in amidst all of that, that we are seen, that we are loved, and that we are believed in by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So let's stand and worship together.